www.ctachurch.com.
Amen. God can. I like that. Hey, PCA, on your feet. It's time to worship our God. Amen. Our God is so good to us. He is awesome. And Lord, I just pray that we will touch your heart today. You are worthy of every bit of the glory, the honor, and the praise. I bless you, God. You are my King of kings, my Lord of lords. And we just want to touch your heart today. Lord, I thank you that your word says, your word says that because of the blood of Jesus, we can come to you. We can repent of our sins. You'll save us. You'll give us that abundant life that you died for, uh, to, for us to have. And I just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we bless you, God. Would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood.
worship you and praise you with all our heart because you deserve it, God. I, I'm so grateful that you came to seek and save the lost, of which I was one, of which we all have been. Lord, thank you for your love that you lavish on us. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where can we run? Nothing is hidden from your face. Your love has found us. We are yours forever. 
you, God. We thank you, Lord, that we can come boldly to your throne, your throne, and we will receive mercy and grace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that all things are possible with you. Thank you for all of your promises and that you do what you said you're going to do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to just glorify your name because you are worthy. I give you glory for all you've brought me through. Has he brought you through something? And now I'm ready for whatever you want to do. Stop. 
are true. Get to know what they are. Lord, I'm trusting you for some big things. And I believe that they're coming. And I praise you and I thank you, God. You are so faithful and so good and so beautiful. Lord, I love you. You have taught me that I can trust you. And you've taught me that you have a plan for every person. Lord, I surrender to you. And I pray that everyone here, everyone watching, will surrender completely to you daily, sometimes moment to moment. I want whatever I do to glorify you, God. Narrow as the road may seem.
do that last verse. I want the last verse. again. teaches us we can just run to Jesus like the, like the children ran to Jesus. He wants us to run to him, our God does. 
with everything. You know, as reading in Psalm 24 where it talks about, you know, who can ascend to the mountain of the Lord and who can stand in the holy presence of our God and it's the one who comes with them. Clean hands and a pure heart. So if you haven't already today, and if you're sincere, just say, Lord, forgive me for any of my sins and any hidden sin that I may be having in my life. Help me to get rid of that, Lord. Because he wants us to all get rid of that sin. We'll never be perfect. But he wants us to repent. He wants us to come to him with clean hands and a pure heart. He's really been impressing that on me. But he wants us to come. He definitely wants us to come to him with everything. Oh, 
your name. We worship you, God. We worship you, God. I magnify you, Lord. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. Thank you that we can run to you. Thank you that you want to be close to us. And you're always there. It's us who either haven't come to you or sometimes distance ourselves from you, allowing sin into our lives. But your desire is that we stay close, as close as we possibly can. And I love that about you, God. I love that about you, God. I bless you, Lord. I pray that you have been glorified so far in this place. I pray that you're touching hearts like never before. And I pray that you will continue to touch hearts through the word today. Be glorified, God. Be glorified, God. Do your work, Holy Spirit. If the Lord has given you a word to speak, be bold. 
thank you. He wants to spend eternity with you. You. He's up there preparing a place for us. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I love you. I love you and I praise your name. And I thank you for all you've done so that we can spend eternity with you. Lord, we just lift you up today. I pray that you would be magnified in every heart, in every mind. That we will know you bigger and bigger and bigger every day. That we will seek you. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. We love you, Father. We thank you for who you are, the great I am, and that you're everything that we need, and that you want to be close to us, and that you want to spend eternity with us. He's good, amen? Amen? Let's tell him how good he is. Lord, you are good to us. We bless your holy name. We lift you high, God. You alone are worthy, God, and we lift you high. We magnify your name today. We bless you for who you are, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hey, PCA family, we have so many things going on. We want to make sure you stay in touch with all of them. To be sure and stay connected, take a look at the following slides. Starting on January the 30th, be sure and stop by the foyer to pick up your contribution statement. If you're like me, you're gathering up all your papers for tax season, we'll have it ready for you on January the 30th. On January the 30th, that evening at 6 o'clock p.m., we're having an all-praise and worship night. Come out and sing and give praise and glory to our God. Join us as we lift up the Lord together. Because of the increasing demands for childcare, we have jobs available in our daycare. If you are 18 years old or older and can pass a background check, be sure and stop by the office and talk to Tammy Shorter or call 762-2401. On January the 24th at 6.30 p.m., we have a leadership meeting. This meeting is for all leaders here at PCA, as well as the volunteers and workers who help in all the ministries. Be sure and come out and find out all the exciting plans for 2022. To find out more about the slides you just saw, be sure and visit PCAChurch.com. Thank you for coming and welcome home. You found a place to belong, to believe, and to become. Amen. Amen. Um, the Lord's been dealing with me on a couple things, and, and it was kind of funny because he kept saying, you're going to do this for the offering. I wasn't scheduled for this morning, but I'm pinch hitting, pinch hitting for someone who's not here this morning. And so I get this opportunity. Um, one quick announcement, there will be no UNO tonight. The meeting will be canceled because of some of the illnesses and things going around. So please remember that. I've shared this scripture and it's been shared before by others too in um, 1 Corinthians it says, you must decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. It, um, 
It was interesting because a number of months ago, um, Jessica Helms shared about when they had their daughter in the hospital and she's had so many different operations and yet she's still going strong and the Lord is blessing. And she was really struggling with praying. And she, she kind of came to this place where she said, you have to pray. And God said, no, you get to pray. You get to. And that's what this scripture keeps reminding me of. It says, for God, don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. We get to give. We get to bless the Lord with what we've been given. And that's a real release from the pressure. That's a release from you have to to get to. And God wants us to. I know he wants us to. And yeah, you say, well, that's, that's a have to. No, it's not. It's still a give to. You get to. We have several ways of giving. We uh, have a kiosk right outside that door there that you can give with a credit card if you don't carry cash or checks with you. Please put your whole name in and set you up, set up an account. Of course, we do take checks and cash. Well, as uh, Larry likes to call them, the purple bag boys will be coming up here shortly. You can mail it to 2313 East Prospect. You can send it to or text it to PCA Church to 844-390-2401, or you can go online, pcachurch.com, contributions. If you haven't got <coughs> the PCA Church app, please do so. Go to your Apple Store, your, your um, Play Store, look it up, go on there and, and, and put it in, and it'll ask you, is it okay to do this? Say yes, and it'll open up a number of different things to you. It'll be a blessing to you, believe me. Anyway, guys, come on forward, if you would. Lord said, that's enough. I said, okay. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for the blessings you have given us. How you've blessed us, Lord, for the freedom and the encouragement, the love to give. Father, we just ask and pray this morning that we receive the word and that, Lord, as we receive that word, that our hearts will respond and give to you in praise. Father, we give our offerings and tithes this morning in response to you because we love you. We get to give to you, Father. Lord, help it to be joy. Help us to be cheerful when we give, not reluctantly or under pressure. Lord, our response to you is, thank you, Lord. Here, we share. Father, bless this time and the tithes and offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless as you give. Good morning. It is great to see you that are here. Would you stand with me today as you're giving? Um, my dad one time told the church, take your wallet out, hand it to your neighbor, and see how free they give for you today. Thank you for being here. You look around, we see a lot of people that are out. We've got a new COVID strain going around. We've had some people in the hospital this week, so continue to pray for them. Uh, thank all of you who've been praying for my wife. She does not have COVID, but she has a severe case of vertigo, which means she's been laying flat since Tuesday. So keep praying for her. There's a lot to pray about today, right? I know you will do that. But today I got a lot to preach about. So you ready? Take your Bibles and lift it with me. Man, you're looking good today. 
Repeat this after me. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a light unto my path. Thy word will I hide in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Say it loud and strong. You ready? Lord, help me every day to read thy word. And Lord, help me every day to live thy word. I love thy word. And dear Lord, help that preacher. Amen. God bless you. We have guests with us today. I pray three things happen. Number one, you feel the presence of God. Number two, you feel welcomed by us. And number three, you got to come back. Seconds are always the best. Always the best. Please continue to pray for all those who do have COVID. Take care of yourselves. Be careful. Um, do whatever you need to to keep your health at priority in your life. But do pray for all those who are out today uh, for sickness. Today the title of my message is this. Get or give. Get or give. There's always that tearing between the two. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm 85. Psalm 85 verse 1 and following says this. You, Lord, showed favor to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people and covered all their sins. Wow, that's awesome, isn't it? You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. Praise God. Number four, you restore us again, God our Savior, and put away your displeasure toward us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through the generations? Will you not revive us again? Revive us again. Why? That your people may rejoice in you. We need rejoicing back in our churches, don't we? Revive us, God. Show us your unfailing love, Lord, and grant us your salvation. Oh, I like verse 8. I will listen to what God the Lord says. I mean, if you want to listen today, I will listen. But let them not turn to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. I want you to say that last phrase with me. That his glory may dwell in our land. One more time. That his glory may dwell in our land. Man, I want God to revive the church again, don't you? I want God to give us joy. I want God to start with me. I want God to start with you. I want to hear what the Lord is saying. I want Him to challenge me to reevaluate my lifestyle. All of us need to reevaluate that. I want us to reevaluate our priorities in life. What do we have? Number one, I pray it's God. Nothing else shall come before Him. He's a jealous God. We need to reevaluate our worship. We do. How am I worshiping? How am I exalting God? And reevaluate our mission in life. I believe at the beginning of the year is a good time to deal with sin. Sometimes we allow things to creep into our lives. It's a good time to have a fresh surrender to God. I surrender all. All to Jesus, I surrender. All to Him I freely give. It's also a time to make change in life. First of the year. How many of you are still dieting? Don't raise your hands. How many of you have already lost 30 pounds? I know you have. We all have. Those resolutions don't seem to stick. I want things that stick in my life, don't you? I was talking about it the first of the year. The first messages of the month are very important for the foundation for the entire year of the church. 
They talk about the power and the presence of God. And today, if you have your Bibles, turn to Isaiah chapter 6. So put Psalm 85 over here. God restore us. God revive us. God pour out your presence upon us. Turn your anger away from us. Keep us in your presence. We receive your salvation. We rejoice in you. Keep all those things right there. Isaiah chapter 6 verse number 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Say that with me. I saw the Lord. High and exalted, seated on a throne. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling to one another. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorpost and the threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken from the tongs of the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. This is a powerful passage in the Word of God. It is the temple. It is the dedication Sunday. And we have this passage. Uh, when I was growing up, evangelists would come through and preach this passage and call every one of us to be missionaries to Africa. Remember that one? Uh, I remember in our revivals. You know, Sunday was just preaching. Monday night was salvation. Tuesday night was supposed to be healing. Wednesday night, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Thursday night, send us all out into the mission field. Everybody's leaving America going somewhere else. This passage has nothing to do with sending us to the mission field. Not around the world. But it has something to do with you and me every day we live. Every day we live. This is a powerful revelation of God to Isaiah and all those that were there. And it's a rev revelation of God's attributes. It's not about the smoke. It's not about the doorpost and the threshold shaking. It's all about this one thing. I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord. It's not about the seraphims. It's about that he saw the Lord. All of my life I've watched church, I've been in church my whole life, I've watched the cycles, I've watched the ebb and flow. And what I see is a lot of times we as Christians, we run after manifestations of the Holy Spirit. We run after over here demonstrations of the Holy Spirit. We run here and run there because, hey, did you hear this is happening over here? This is happening over there. I love revivals. I love them. But I don't go running after these revelations of demonstrations and manifestations. What we need to focus on is, I saw the Lord. We get caught up in all these other things that they are not what we should focus on. I've seen people running, and here's what I want you to write down. Signs and wonders follow believers. Believers do not follow signs and wonders. 
We are believers. Signs and wonders will follow us. We lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. We, we, we do have manifestations and demonstrations of the Holy Spirit. We do. But that's not what we focus on. What we focus on is I want to see God. I want more of God than I've ever had in my life. I want God to change my life, my surrender, all of everything in my life, the way I'm thinking, the way I'm walking, the way I'm talking. I want to be surrendered to God. I want to see God in my life. And I believe we need a revival, but not the revival most of us think about. We think about, well, a revival is one or two weeks of every night. No, no. We need a revival of the reverence of the presence of God. Of a holy, righteous respect for God and His presence. And we need to handle it with correctness. Remember last week at the end of my message, I talked about those two men and the, they were, the other guys were holding the ark and it tipped a little bit. They reached over and touched the ark and God struck them dead. We need to be careful how we handle the presence of God. It is a powerful, powerful thing. He's God. We can't be lighthearted and frivolous about it. And we have a revelation of God and then we have a revelation of one of His greatest attributes. He is holy. 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 Look at 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy when you come to church. Be holy, no, be holy in all you do, for it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Now in and of ourselves, we do not have the attribute of holiness. We're not holy. But God imputes His holiness onto us by our faith. When we are saved, we are cleaned up, we become righteous because of His righteousness, because self-righteousness, filthy rags. We become holy because we were once incomplete. Now we have God, we are whole, we are now holy because of Him. Holiness is not about the outward appearance. And for years I've seen people equate that. No, no, holiness is all about what's on the inside right here. Is God filling my heart? Am my whole heart full of God? Am I holy? In everything that I do, am I trying to be holy? Because He is holy. And I'm holy because I have a reverence for His presence. I want Him to dwell in me, to live in me. And I don't want to do anything that would cause that relationship to be broken. He said He saw seraphim. Now, I don't know about you, but I kind of just want to hang out with the two-winged angels, you know? I mean, I mean, Isaiah went full-on six-winged angels. With two wings, they covered their feet. With two wings, they covered their faces. And with two wings, they did fly. Wow. I cannot even imagine a creature like that. Can you? Can you imagine a creature with wingspan over 40 feet wide and flapping and then those other ones come? I can't imagine it. I'm sure that he was overwhelmed. But we need to hear what was going on. They were calling to each other. They weren't talking to God. They weren't talking to Isaiah. They were talking to each other. And what were they saying? Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy. His attributes, they were giving Him what? Glory. He's holy. They were confessing God's attribute and they were creating an atmosphere where God could dwell. I want you to get this. I believe for some of us this is going to be a revelation today. Isaiah was ushered into a place and his response was this. Whoa! His first response was, whoa, I am unclean. 
We need to all approach God like that all the time. Have such a high reverence for His presence, such a high respect for who He is and His holiness. He said, I, I'm, I'm unclean and I live among a people who are unclean. Because when you are in the presence of God, it reveals what you have need of. It reveals what you are lacking. And I want to tell you, what comes out of our mouth is paramount. Paramount. It matters. It makes all the difference in the world. Do you know why the children of Israel took 40 years getting to the promised land? Several reasons. One reason was they were committing adultery. Another reason were they were committing idolatry. But the number one reason, complaining. 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 Sister Miriam, great lady, right? Plays a mean tambourine and that girl can dance. But she messed up. She challenged the authority of Moses. This is somebody God has put in place, given authority to, and she comes along and says, hey, wait a minute. She challenges his power and authority. And what comes out of our mouths matter. I want to ask you today, are you, are you creating an atmosphere for God to dwell in in your life? Or are you creating an atmosphere of complaining? Are you creating an atmosphere of being critical? The Bible tells us over and over, guard your heart. Because out of it wellsprings what speaks of your mouth. So guard your heart, it then becomes a guard to your mouth. What we say matters. Now I wish that I had all the answers to life's problems. I do not. I've been in situations to where a, a young woman has had a miscarriage and, and she doesn't know why and I don't know why. And guess what we're doing? We're just holding each other in that moment. And we're crying out. and We're just saying, God, we trust you. God, we trust We don't understand. It's hard in that moment when you think God is giving you a child and then the child is taken away from you. It's hard. I don't understand. Well, pastor, shouldn't God tell you what he's about? I had a woman one time. She was talking to me. She said, I tell you what, pastor, God better tell me what he's doing. God don't have to tell us anything. As a matter of fact, he very seldom tells me very much as to why he's doing what he's doing. What I have to do is create an atmosphere of trust and love so that God's presence can dwell in my life. Because if all I want to do is complain and all I want to do is be critical, guess, guess what? He's not going to be holy in my life. God, you better tell me. God doesn't have to tell us. Isaiah was a personal friend to King Uzziah. And King Uzziah was a good king most all of his life. Until... He was filled with pride. Because of his pride, he was struck with leprosy. Lived out the last part of his life in a leper's colony. But when he died, the Bible says this, that God filled that place. Why? The leader of pride was out of the way. Church, we've got to get our pride under control. It's not about us. We haven't done anything as I said last week, we are simply transporters of the presence of God. We are not to be put on a pedestal. No, we're the ones that get sacrificed, right? Remember those cows got sacrificed last week. Poor cows. They're just transporters. We are just transporters. We cannot receive any of God's glory. No way. That's what happened. Remember that king that received God's glory? God struck him dead. There's a leper. What's going on? These things happen. 
Well, Pastor, what we need today is that live coal taken from the altar and placed on our lips. Do you really want the live coal? I, I, growing up, listen, I grew up a similar God, Pentecostal, and man, we were all in. And I grew up watching and listening preachers to talk about the Holy Ghost and fire. You got to have the fire. And then they would start spitting and sputtering and sweating and hair coming down everywhere. And I mean, they done worked it up, boy. And then all of a sudden, I need the fire. And take and throw their coat off. You know something's going on. But what I found out is people don't want the fire. They just like the dynamics of a fire. Matthew 3.11 says this, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who's more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. But fire is purging. Fire purges out, burns up the dross in your life, burns up the things that God doesn't want in your life, and most of the time that's the things we want in our lives. And God says, no, 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 to be my child, you don't need that in your life. I'm going to burn that up. So when we want the fire, we better be careful because we got to be ready for a purging. How I many you know what a purging is? It takes all those things that are in there and not all to be in there and take them out. Sometimes we need to get purged. I believe that every now and then the Holy Spirit, yes, the fire touches my life and it purges me. But it's not about the demonstrations and manifestations. It's about the presence of I saw the Lord. And here's what I found out. The devil has the same trap for everybody. The guy's not really got a new game plan. It's the same one over and over and over. The problem is he just gets new generation of people to try it out on. I remember going up and there was these great ministers and when they came to town, I mean the churches would be packed out. Packed out because this guy is here. And I'd watch it. There'd be all these demonstrations and manifestations. And then it, I heard about four of them. A, a few months after that, four of these guys were caught committing grave sins. What? I got to tell you, when we live our lives, we better watch how our teenagers are watching us. Watch how our little kids are watching us. Because it's all got to make sense to them. And I was thinking, God, how can, how can they be used in such a way and then commit these grave sins? He said, because they were not staying purged. you got to keep fire in your life, but it's not something that you really desire. Fire is something that is a part of God's presence, and it burns up the things that ought not to be in there. A thought life, burn it up. An action, burn it up. A motive, burns it up. Why? Because if not, the enemy will come in, have the same trap no matter who you are. Evangelists, pastors, teachers, all those people falling. We've all seen it. There's not been a purging of flesh and a purging of self. And then the great question, who will we send? Who will go for us? Where? Where does he want us to go? To the earth. We are in heaven, but who are we going to send to the earth? Send me. I'm in the earth. You're in the earth. Guess who God is looking for today to carry His presence? You. Who will take my glory to this earth? Glory is used 285 times in the Bible. These seraphim were creating an atmosphere 
for God's glory. And we, in our lives, by what we say, we create an atmosphere for God's glory to dwell in our lives. And then we take that glory of God and we carry it to the earth. To Africa, probably not. I've never heard the voice of God calling me to a foreign country. I've supported a lot of missionaries around the world. And I've had so many people tell me, God's called you to Africa. I haven't heard that from God. Matter of fact, I don't know that I can. I had lunch with a missionary this week. And he told me some things he's eaten in Mozambique. And I don't think I can do that. I just don't think God made me that way. But God has made you and me to carry His glory to the earth. That means you're to carry it home with you. You're to carry it when you go to work with you. You're to carry it into the marketplace. Why? Because we are the only ones that sometimes people will see to know what the glory of God looks like. We're the only ones they're ever going to hear to know what the glory of God hears and sounds like. We got to give glory to God. There's another word in the Bible, ascribing glory to God. How do you do it? By creating an atmosphere. An atmosphere. And the whole problem with church nowadays is we've lost the reason for coming. Well, why do we come to church? I don't want to go to hell. Wrong answer. Why do we come to church? It's Sunday. Wrong answer. Why don't you come to church? Well, here's where we are today. It's because I need, I need, I need, I need, I want, I want. I'm here to get. I need God to do all this for me. God do this. God do this. God do that. And that's the atmosphere a lot of our churches are creating today. An atmosphere of get, get, get. We come to church to get healed. come to church to get provisions. We come to church to get direction. We come to church to get delivered. And the last time I read the Word of God, we are the royal priesthood. And what does a priest do? All of us are priests if we receive Christ. The priests minister unto God. They don't go and have God do everything for them. They come into the temple, they come into the place of worship, and they're coming not to get, but they're coming to give. They are ministering unto the Lord. So when we come to church on Sundays and Wednesdays, we are not here to say, God, give me, God, give me, God, give me. I got to get it, I got to get it, I got to get it. No, no, the only reason we walk in is because we are ministers and we are here to give God glory. We're here to create an atmosphere. Yeah. Well, if you're going to clap, let's just all get it done together. Come on, come on, let's just give God a praise offering. Amen? Yeah. Why do we clap? Because it creates an atmosphere for God's glory. God's not going to inhabit criticism and complaining. He told the children of Israel, just, you're going to be stuck out here. I give you manna every day, make your clothes last for 40 years. I've given you a fire by night and a cloud by day. What more can I want? They're going, well, maybe a steak tartare every now and then. I'm getting tired of eating the same diet all the time. Come on, God, I need you to step it up. And so it happens with us. God has given us so much. You're in church today. Hallelujah. Man, there's a lot of people that wish they were here today. They're at home sick, but you're here. Why? To give God glory, to ascribe that He's holy and righteous and above all, to be worshipped above all things. That's why we're here, to give Him glory because He is holy. Look at 2 Chronicles chapter 7. 
When Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices. And the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The priest could not even enter the temple of the Lord because of the glory that filled it. When all the Israelites saw the fire coming down and the glory of the Lord above the temple, they knelt on the pavement with their faces to the ground and they worshipped and said, God, do this for me. No, they worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord saying, He is good, His love endures forever. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Realizing that God inhabits praises. We are here to minister to Him, not to get from Him. We minister through our words. We minister through our worship. We minister through our praise. We're creating an atmosphere. Why do we sing? Well, part of the program. No, it's part of the process. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. I will enter his courts with complaining. No praise. I will give him all the glory. Thank you, God. I am breathing. Thank you, God. My clothes are fitting tight because I got too much food to eat. Thank you, God, for my house. Thank you, God, for my car. Thank you, God, for my wife, my husband, my kids, my family. Thank you, God, for a church. Thank you, God, for our people. Thank you, God, for all the blessings in my life. I'm here to give you glory for all the things you have done already for me. I'm here to give. Because when you create the atmosphere, then comes the manifestations. Then comes the demonstrations of the might and the power of God. In our homes, created atmosphere. Just this last week, I was in the home of one of our families. There's a little eight-month-old baby there and a little bouncy thing. And, and, and she said, Pastor, watch this. She went over and turned on the TV and she put it on a channel called Kids Praise. Eight-month-old baby. All of a sudden, her eyes, what? And she started humming. Humming the tune of the song on, the, on that television, Kids Praise. I asked permission to share that story. Why? Because they are creating an atmosphere in their home for the presence of God to dwell and God will manifest himself and God will demonstrate himself in an atmosphere that is created. That little eighth month old girl, she's already starting to learn how to worship. Keep a tune. That's a good thing, right? Don't you want to stand beside somebody that's on pitch? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's getting after her eyes. She kind of sits up in that thing a little bit. Her eyes get real big and she's humming. I'm like, that's awesome. Training up a child in the atmosphere and the glory of God in your home. You got to create that in your home. You got to create this atmosphere when you go to work. Hum a little bit, sing a little bit. Guys, I think I'm crazy. They already do. You go to church, and if you haven't told them, that'd be the first thing you need to tell them. Oh, by the way, I go to church. Well, you're crazy. Yes, I am. What do they do there? What do you get out of it? Well, it's not what I get, it's what I give. I'm there to give all glory to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Maybe on your social media. We spend a lot of time on that, don't we? Why don't we give God glory on the social media? Don't just say it was a circumstance by chance like last week. No, 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 this was God. Look what God has done in my life. 
This week we had some people in the hospital. Guess what we did? We prayed, we prayed, we prayed. One came home last night. One is coming home today. Oh, it's just the doctors and the medicine. I thank God for doctors. I thank God for medicine. But I believe there's a higher power who's called the great physician who took stripes on his back for our healing. And I'm going to trust him and give him all the glory for it. Amen? We've got to create an atmosphere. I grew up in church, and I, these churches that I attended, they were really good people in those churches. Good people. I want you to hear me. Good people who really love God, but they didn't understand that we were there to give and create an atmosphere. Because you know what happened? I, this happened more times than not. First of all, you can't practice. You can't plan up a song lineup because if you do, you're just scheduling the Holy Spirit right out of the service. I cannot tell you how many people have told me that. Well, you can't plan. What, what is, you just, you just got to go. No, if you read the Word of God, God is very organized. He's very systematic. And I know one thing. He likes practice. Wouldn't you hate it if we got up here on Sunday morning there was no practice for the singers? The musicians going, what key are you playing? And I don't know. Just throw something down there. It'll be all right. I cannot tell you how many times we'd be right in the middle of a song and all of a sudden the guy, we had a guy who was the sheriff of town who led the worship, led not the, the choir, which was all the people in the church came up to the choir loft. He's got a big old 45 on his hip. I'm singing. I cannot tell you how many times he'd stop in the middle of a song. Uh, I think that's in the wrong key. What key do you want it in? Let's try this one. Uh, right, right there, that's it right there. And can I tell you that is not creating an atmosphere for the glory of God? We have people, anybody got a special today? People come up, what are you singing? I don't know. What are, we had these two women, they were sisters, and one of the husbands played the guitar, and all he could play was G, C, and D, and he never knew when to change chords. He just changed when he wanted to. I'm sitting there going, Lord, you deserve better than this. God, everything in God's Word is excellence. How excellent is thy name in all the earth. Everything that God does is with excellence. God loves it when we come in and we give Him glory. We ascribe Him glory. We do it in unison. The musicians know what they're doing. God's got a lot to say about musicians in the Bible. He said every kind of instrument you've got that'll play, you play it for me and you give me all the glory. I remember the first time we had an electric guitar in church on a Sunday morning. We had some old people in there. They're about to hit the roof. We done brought the bar in the church. We done gone honky-tonking. How do you know they play that in the bar? Nobody ever asked them that. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're bringing back what the enemy's stolen from us so that we can offer God praise with the harp, with the lyre, with the psaltery, with everything. And mainly with our voices, give him praise because he inhabits praises of his people when it's done with excellence, when it's done knowing that we are giving him all the glory. That's what God desires from his church. That's what God desires. That's why we sing. But man, they'd sing songs that were all about me and mine. I, there's some of you in here old enough to remember this one. About your mansion, it's my mansion. Streets of gold, oh, they're my streets of gold. That old home place still looks the same. But the best one was the royal telephone. Remember that one? He's never busy. 
It's all about me. God, what are you doing for me? And that's not what worship is about. It's about creating an atmosphere for God to inhabit. It's about giving Him the glory. It's not about me. It's all about Him. It's all about giving Him glory, exalting Him. Why? He's King of kings and Lord of lords. He has saved me, delivered me, given me mercy, brand new, every morning, giving me grace that is beyond what I deserve. He called me out of darkness into His marvelous light. He's empowered me with the gift of the Holy Spirit. He's given me gifts and talents and abilities and treasures. And today I give it all to Him. Why? Because all to Jesus I surrender, all to Him I freely give. It's nothing about anybody in this room. It is all about the King of kings and the Lord of lords because He is worthy and He is holy today. Come on, I know you want to do it. Give Him praise. Hallelujah. we got to sing about a God who's great and awesome and merciful and holy and give Him all the glory. Where? Here on earth. Here on earth. His glory needs to dwell on earth. Through you and through me, we bring the glory. We're not here to call people to Africa. I'm here today to call people to Ponca City. I'm here today to call people to Blackwell, to Stillwater, to Shidler, to Newkirk, wherever you may live. I'm here today to call you to the earth. Who will go? I pray everybody in this room, God send me. Tomorrow when I go to work, I'm going to carry your glory with me. Tomorrow when I get on social media, I'm going to share your glory. God, I'm going to carry it home to my house. There's some things that are not creating glory in my house. I need to get them out. Fire, purge my life. Who will go to work and give Him glory? You see, you're the royal priesthood, church. And because we're priests, we have one job. Minister unto the Lord. Minister unto Him. I'm not here to sing so you can hear me. I'm not here to preach just so you can hear me. I'm here today because when I get through, I want to have the Holy Spirit bear witness to me. Hey, well done, son, well done. It's all that matters to me. It's all that should matter to you. What does God think about you? Are you carrying His glory to this earth? Are you here today to say, you know what? When you have a fresh revelation of God, look at all the things. I'm unclean. I need more of you in my life today, Father. I need you to burn some things out. Man, at the first of the year, I can't think of anything better than to say, God, take the coals from the altar. The fire is purging. I need that in my life. Maybe to take away some criticism. Maybe to take away some, God, you better tell me what you're doing. <laughs> He hasn't ever told me much. But I do know one thing. God loves me. And God loves you. And God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? I know this, He has never failed me. Have you gone through some hard times? Yes, I have. But you know what? Looking back over it, He's made me stronger. Because He needs me to be stronger to carry His glory and to preach messages like this to you. He needs me to have gone through the fire. Yes. But guess what? He walks with me through that fire. When you go through the deep waters, He's walking right there with you. Do you trust me? Yes, sir, but the water's up there right here. You're still breathing, ain't you, son? Then you'll be all right. Doesn't feel good. Kind of scared right now, but I trust you. And I'm going to give you all the glory. I'm going to give you everything I've got. This year in 2022, I'm going to give you everything I've got. 
I want to surrender to you like I've never surrendered to you before. I'm not talking about just my church life. I'm talking about my social media life, my home life, my job life. I'm going to carry this glory to the earth. To the earth. Would you stand with me today? Some people have asked me, said, Pastor, uh, you know, I can't sing very well and I don't even know what to sing or what to do because I don't even know the songs and the words to any of the songs we sing at church. Well, neither do we. That's why they're on the wall. If you take them off the wall, we're done too. But you know what we do know? He is holy. And all you really need is one word in your praise and worship repertoire. <coughs> holy, holy, holy. I may not have the voice of a seraphim, but I've got the voice that God has given to me. And in his ears, your voice and my voice is a sweet, sweet sound. Remember when your kids first said mama or dada? How many of your kids said dad, dad first? Raise your hand. Mine's up. Yeah. Why in the world does that happen? These mamas spend all the time with those kids and the first thing out of their mouth, dad, dad. Because dads are awesome, that's why. God loves to hear you praise him. Thank God for musicians. Thank God for Pastor Karen and all they do and they practice and they know what key they're playing it in, the tempo and dynamics, crescendo and decrescendo, fortissimo, pianissimo, all those, they know all that stuff. But God doesn't want to have them praise for you. They lead you and me into His presence and we give. We give. We give you all the glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Let his glory fill the earth. It's not God filling the earth with his glory. It's God filling us and sending us to the earth with his glory. That's how it works. We leave it all to God. God, we want the smoke. You should have been at church so the whole place was full of smoke. We have fog machines in the back. We can do that. Should have been there Sunday. The pastor didn't even preach. That's not a good Sunday. You need to hear the word of God. Hide it in your heart. Well, all these things are happening. Yeah, but is anybody taking it out? Is it in their heart? Or are they just running after signs and wonders and demonstrations and manifestations? That's not what we run after. We don't run after signs and wonders. Signs and wonders follow us. And so today... I know we've got a lot of COVID going on and, and God really checked my heart this week because I've been enjoying the time around the altar. But today God said, I want them to stand where they're at and I want you to give them time to just worship me and to give me praise, to reverence my presence and then I will speak to them. So that's what we're going to do for the next few moments. Pastor Karen's going to lead us in a song. But don't let her worship for you. And if you've created an atmosphere of complaining and being critical, stop it. We can't be complaining and being critical and then say, God, we need you in this place. It just won't happen.
but God, an atmosphere of giving him glory, worship. So if you would, Pastor Richard, just bring the lights down in the house. Because I found when people think nobody's watching me, they're more apt to be free in their worship. We're just going to turn them down. Nobody can see you. Your father, he's done too much for his church. Can we just take a moment and just worship him? It's not about getting anything. It's about giving. Can we do that? Pastor Karen, lead us in a song. Hallelujah. You can either sing it or you can sing your own song. Whatever you want to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God. Hallelujah. God, may we seek your face. God, today may the church have a desire. I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord. God touched my life. Hallelujah. Fill me with his glory. Fill these people with your glory today, God, so we can take it to the earth. Hallelujah. God, help us take the glory to the earth. Hallelujah. To our homes. Fill our homes with your glory. We create that atmosphere for you. Hallelujah. God, at the workplace. Hallelujah. God, at the workplace, may we give you all the glory. God, hallelujah. Lord, on social media, all the glory belongs to you. Hallelujah, God. Let us get past the place of, Lord, here's what I need today. I need you to do this and this. No, no, no. God, I'm here to give, not, not asking anything, God. Not asking anything, hallelujah. Lord, I need your Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Fill me today. I surrender all to you today, Father. I give you all that I have and all that I am today. I thank you, God, for all that I have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you do what only you can do, it changes us. Hallelujah. It changes us. Take the fire and purge out the things that ought not to be. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and just out of your own mouth just start saying holy. 
Can you do that with me? Hold. 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 Hallelujah. Hold. Holy, 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 holy. God, show yourself to this church. Holy are you, Lord. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy are you, Lord God Almighty. Lord, let the glory fill us today, Lord. Lord, we are here. Send us to the earth. Send us where we go with the power and the anointing and the fire of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Burn inside of us today like a flame that cannot be put out. Consume us. God, we seek you and you alone. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, of your people. Hallelujah, God. Show them what they need to see today. God, we need the fire to purge us, to clean us up in this new year so we can share your glory with those around us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We just uh, hold off on the music for just a second. I do a lot of things at the end of the service that I do not plan because if Pastor Karen say, Pastor, what are you going to do? I don't know. That's not my part of the service. That's God's part of the service. But I do feel like we need to sing something. I don't know if they can get the words fast enough or not. But the first verse and the chorus of I Surrender All, it's just been burning in my heart this morning. Burning in my heart. I just feel a check in my spirit by the Holy Spirit for us to sing that first verse and the chorus to him this morning. The words are all to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely give. I will ever, I will ever, I will ever trust and serve him. Can we, can we just sing that? If you don't know the words, just hang on, okay? But you can still have the act of surrender without saying the words. All to Jesus I surrender all to Him I freely give I will ever trust and trust Him in His presence Daily, 
you, Father, for your presence, I feel, in this place. This is the time of the year we get these things right. And God's just really impressed. I shared it with you the first Sunday of the year. I believe this year to be a year of harvest. I believe this year, now you may say, Pastor, are you realizing you're looking out at a church about half of us missing today because of COVID? I'm not telling you what COVID telling me. I'm telling you what God is telling me. God is telling me this is going to be a year of harvest. This is going to be a year for us to reach the lost. I believe in manifestations and demonstrations of the Holy Spirit. But first, we've got to create the atmosphere to God to work in. And I believe in God's going to do that in your heart this week. I want you to spend some time. Get the words to this song, I Surrender All. Find them on the internet. Do whatever you need to do. And make this week not about what you can get, but what you can give. What you can give. Because we are here to minister to God, church. Yes, He does bless us. Yes, He does save us. Yes, He does heal us. Yes, He does provide for us. But the more important thing is what? I saw the Lord. I had him fill me with his glory. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Today, God, I want to pray over this congregation. First of all, I pray God protect them and keep them safe from this COVID. God, in Jesus' name. God, we pray for all those that are not here today because of sickness and illness. In Jesus' name, raise them up. We'll give you all the glory for it. We'll create an atmosphere for you to heal, an atmosphere for you to deliver, an atmosphere for God, you to save. And God, right now we pray for those. And God, I pray over this congregation that this week they will find some moments of their day to just give you some glory. Not to ask you for anything, not to bring a need to you, but just say, Father, I love you. I surrender all to you again burn some things out of my life that ought to be burned out. I give my life afresh and anew. I fully surrender in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. We sure hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at PCAChurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.